while back. He spoke this to me. And, and when Brother uh, Lee asked me to preach, this is, this is just exactly what God felt, what I felt that God wanted for this service. If you got your Bibles and can turn with me, I'm going to read just one scripture. Just one scripture. If you can turn to the book of 1 Peter, chapter 5 and verse 8. I'm sure most of us can quote this. It's a very familiar scripture. It says, be sober. Be vigilant. Because your adversary, Brother Lee, the devil, the adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. Be sober and be vigilant because your adversary the devil as a roaring lion. If I could just for just a few minutes, I would like to preach on this title, three words. The lion mentality. The lion mentality. If you could just lay your Bibles down in your seat beside you. And let's just lift our hands right now. And let's just pray that God would speak to us tonight. Dear Father, we come before you. God, we ask. God, we ask you, Lord, right now to anoint the ears of your people, God, to hear your word right now. Lord, you look down for tonight, God. You see one more word, God, that you see fit tonight, Lord. God, let it touch our hearts and our minds tonight in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name. You may be seated. A lion will walk through the tall grass of an African savanna. Head lowered as he stares intently at a herd of gazelles. Her spotted quote blends in with the dry grass, making her nearly invisible as the lion sneaks up on the prey. The gazelles continue to graze between bites of grass. Each one snaps up its head to check. Check out the surroundings and bright eyes scan the horizon. Ears swivel to pick up the slightest sound and nostrils flare to sniff for the scent of a lion. Suddenly a few gazelles will snort and they'll stomp their feet. The entire herd goes on high alert. The black band down the sides of the gazelles will start to quiver as passing the message along to the others, there's danger. Then some gazelles begin bouncing as if they were on pogo sticks. They spring high in the air with their backs arched and their legs stiff. They land on all fours and then they leap again. The lion pauses. The gazelles have seen him. It is impossible to launch a surprise attack now. The lion depends on one short-lived startling burst of speed to chase down this gazelle. 
But see, the gazelle, however, can run just as fast, hitting speeds of up to 40 miles an hour. And they can keep up this speed much longer than the lion can. Their odd jumping behavior is called starting, which signals to the lion that we have seen you before. So don't bother to chase us. If the lion is lucky now, perhaps that the mother and the father of these gazelles have seen them. If the lion is lucky, the gazelle fawns, which are hitting in the grass. However, the fawns have a tawny coat and can lie still as the stone for a long time. Plus, the fawns' mothers are careful not to give the lion any clues as to where their young is hiding. See, the wild animals and the gazelles are always out watching for danger. Most often, the danger is another animal. In this case that I'm speaking to you tonight, it is a hungry lion. Much of an animal's self-defense behavior comes from within it. And most animals are born knowing how to defend themselves. See, there are two types of animals in the safari that I'm speaking of tonight. And these two types of animals are one, the predator, and the other, the prey. So we speak of this thing, this animal called a lion. We know, Brother Mike Rice, we know that a lion is considered to be the king of the jungle. We realize that this king of the jungle is not the biggest animal in the safari. As you would realize that there is an animal called an elephant. And if you were to see an elephant out in the safari and you were to see a lion walk up to this elephant, lions think of lunch while elephants quickly scream run as big as an elephant is it is no match for this smaller animal the lion see it is not the fastest animal because we would know the fastest animal to be the cheetah but you realize that it's also not the smartest animal. But there's one thing about a lion that makes him so strong. It's one thing about a lion that puts him above every animal in the safari. And that is the lion has the mentality that makes him the king. See, it's the gazelle that runs because it's afraid. It's the gazelle that when he sees that lion, it literally would jump like a pogo stick to say, hey, I know you're there. But it's the lion that will eventually take off running, knowing that that gazelle is faster. Knowing that that gazelle can make an instant turn and take off the other direction. But see, it's not the speed of a lion. But it's the mentality. Because see, the gazelle knows that if I ever stop, I'm done. 
If I ever stop, I'm done. And while you're being chased and while this, this animal, this gazelle is being chased by nothing more than the king of the jungle, he knows that this lion is never going to give up. But see, it's not the speed of the gazelle that makes him the prey. It's not the speed. Because a gazelle knows. A gazelle knows that I can outrun and my endurance is longer than any animal. He can outrun, these gazelles can outrun the lion because they can run longer than the lions. But see, the thing is, when this lion stops running, the first thing that the gazelle does is it also stops running. And see, we understand that as a Christian, we understand that sometimes it feels like the devil's right on our back. But see, understanding the mentality of a lion, that lion now knows that the gazelle sees them, but now if it stops and it gets out of sight, out of mind. And when you get away, and you realize that as a gazelle that that lion is no longer there and it's no longer chasing you, we feel like it's time to slow down a bit. We can kind of kick back our feet a little bit. We can kind of just stop and, 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 and entertain some things that we may not need to entertain. Because see, when we're not being pushed by something, when we're not being prodded by something, when we're not being chased by something, you will instantly see the passion of a Christian be pushed completely out of them. Because you'll find yourself to be not comfortable, but complacent. You'll find yourself sitting in a pew, backsliding on a church pew. You'll find yourself not wanting to listen to the preaching anymore. You'll find yourself no longer entertaining the songs and the worship anymore. You'll find yourself getting to the point the church does not mean the same to you. Well, come on, somebody. You'll find yourself with the passion that you once had. And all of a sudden, there he is again. See, the lion never gives up. The lion's always there. Because it's the lion that does not have to be pushed. See, the, the one thing that you must understand is in a safari, in a safari, Brother Will, it doesn't matter what goes on. It doesn't matter when the sun comes up, the lion goes hunting. But when the sun comes up, the gazelles start looking. See, it's the lion that does not have to be pushed. It's the lion that does not have that external 
He does not need anything external to remind him because it's the internal things that reminds him he's hungry. But see, it's the external of a gazelle. They're fine. They're grazing. They're just barely making it. They're just, they're just doing the very minimal things that they have to do. And then it's the external alarm that says, oh, there it is. Hope, I sense danger. See, as the gazelle, I want you to understand something as the prey we sometimes find ourselves complacent. But see, I read this, and I have read this, and I have read this, and I have read this. And see, at Truth Apostolic Church, this Saturday, we are having a minister's meeting. And at this minister's meeting, our pastoral team is going to be speaking on the offense and defense of being a Christian. And see, and I read this, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. Something, Sister Misty, rose up in me. And something rose up in me and, and told me that why do we always have to be the gazelle? Why are we always the hunted? Why are we always the one sitting out with that external alarm that says danger is rising? But why can't we have the mentality of a lion? Why can't we be able to stand with that internal alarm that says something is driving me? Something is driving me. See, you know that I have a wife and four kids and Something has to drive me every day. Going to be honest with you. Uh, I don't know anybody that truthfully just enjoys getting up and going to work. I've heard people say all the time, I'm a workaholic. Yeah, you may be a workaholic, but I don't enjoy going to work all the time. See, I, I would, as a father, I would enjoy being able to be a part of my children's life a lot more. Be home with my children and be able to, to partake in some of the things that they partake in. But see, if daddy don't go to work, they won't be partaking in anything. So you realize that as a father or as a working mother, you do the things that you do because of your spouse, and you do the things you do because of your children. And these are things that you know. It's that internal alarm. When you get up in the morning, the alarm, the external alarm goes off and you smack it off your side table. And something inside of you, Brother Dustin Lee, says, I have to get up and go to work. Because Friday... There comes a paycheck. I have to get up and go to work because somebody is relying on me to go to work to provide for them. I have a why. And if I could tonight, I would just 
love to be able to dig down deep in each individual's heart in this church. And if I could have you write down anything in a notebook and take home with you tonight and study and, and, and look at every day and, and rip it out of your notebook and put it up on your refrigerator and put it up on your mirror as you go to get ready for work the next morning. I, if I could get you to remember anything that I preach, I would ask you to dig down deep in your heart and ask yourself, why? Why am I doing it? Because see, the lion knows every day if I don't eat, if I don't eat, I'm not going to make it. Because see, it's the gazelle though that has to realize all I have to do is outrun the slowest gazelle. But it's the lion that knows when that sun comes up again. It's time to hunt. See, I, I don't know about you, but in the, in the apostolic church, I'm tired of being the hunted. I'm tired of always being on the defense that has to say, you know what, I, I, I always have to defend what I'm doing. And so I am ready. I am ready in the apostolic church across the nation. I'm ready. I'm ready for us to have some offense. It's coming. Brother Wade, Brother Bobby Wade prophesied it to our church, and it was for this whole region. He said, get ready. Sister Misty, Life Apostolic Church, get ready. Get ready. It's not going to be. We're no longer the gazelles, but we're going out into this ma to Madisonville, Kentucky, and we are going to be have the mentality of a lion. We're going to go out hunting these people, and they're going to come to our churches, and they're going to fill these pews. Hey, y'all have a beautiful church. Y'all have a beautiful church, Brother Dustin Lee, but don't get so caught up in this church by rule, King, because something is about to explode in Madisonville, and you're going to need bigger and better places. My, my, my. But I know what I feel. I know what I feel. I know, I know what I feel right now. In the name of Jesus, my God, if you got the Holy Ghost right now, just lift your hands and let's pray. Dear Father, God, I feel the shift right now. I feel the shift, Father, right now. In your name, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Hey, Coromos Otoyo. I know, I know what I feel right now. There's some people in this church who says I'm not worthy. There's some people in this church that says, God, I'm not worthy to be a lion. I'm not worthy to be on the hunt. I'm always going to be the prey. Always 
going to be the prey. And this is exactly, Brother Mike Christ, this is exactly what I felt for this congregation. 2 Timothy 4, 7 through 8 says, I have fought a good fight. I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have felt the faith. I have kept the faith. Henceforth, there is a laid up for me a crown of righteousness. One day, we're going to see it. One day, we're going to see the crown that this scripture's speaking of. And it says, the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day. And not to me only, but unto all of them that love is appearing. And this is what I felt. See, most crowns that you would know if you, any of you have followed the, the death of the queen, you would see that, that they laid this crown upon their head. And as they passed the crown from her death to the next, you would realize that these crowns would almost blind you from all the diamonds that was on these crowns. See, diamonds are a sign of royalty. And I know that in the world that we live in, Brother Blake Vaughn, I know that women love diamonds. And I realize that as a woman loves a diamond, most men have to work a long time for their diamonds. But see, you have to understand something with me tonight about a diamond. Because for a diamond to be produced, it has to go through pressure. In order for a diamond to make it through the process, it has to go through, it has to make it through the pressure. And I feel that this region, I feel that every church represented in this region, I feel that we have felt the pressure. I feel that we have gone through some things and I feel that the pressure has ever been of almost squeezed the life out of us. To the point that we have come content with some of our empty pews. Friend, I'm here to tell you, I have heard it, I have said it. Madisonville don't want what we have. Well, I'm here to tell you right now, on Thursday night, October 6th at 8.18 p.m., That I lied, and that if any of you have ever said that, you've lied as well. And we should have all found an altar of repentance. Madisonville, Kentucky wants what we have. Madisonville, Kentucky needs what we have. And see, it's the pressure. It's the pressure. 
that we feel. See, it's the pressure of your childhood. It's the pressure of your childhood. Of those that live a childhood fatherless. It's a pressure that some of us feel when our family or our mother or our father dies and we're at a young age. See, it's the pressure that we feel when we get the bad news from a doctor. It's the pressure that we feel when things happen in life. See, I was listening to a man on YouTube and he was talking about his life and he was talking about how, you know, his father, he found out that the father that he lived with at 12 years old, Sister Cherry Massey, he found out at 12 years old that the father that he called dad every day was not his real father. And seeing that wrecked his world, Brother Gary Gates, that wrecked his world to the point that it drove him to drugs and alcohol. It drove him to gang activity. It drove him to the point at a teenage life, he walked out of the house of a mother that he loved greatly. But see, he felt like Because he went through this, that his mother had him on an accident. And he couldn't, he couldn't stand it. He couldn't stand Sister Holly to look her in the face. He couldn't stand to be in the home of a family that he didn't even feel a part of. Seeing this guy is a motivational speaker now and he goes all over the United States and he's a Christian. See, he, as he goes out, he will even tell you that my father don't even know who I am because I had to take on another man's name. The pressure. The pressure of life of not even knowing who your father is. See, the pressure that we don't understand sometimes why we have to go through the pressure. See, and then the very next step of making a diamond, Brother Lee, is once it makes it through the pressure and it gets to the point that, that the pressure is over with, they take that diamond and they move it to the next step and the next step is extreme heat and it goes through that extreme heat for one purpose and that's to take all of the purity the impurities out and see it was this man that was speaking that said it it was not the fact that his father left When he was younger, it was not that he was homeless as a teenager and eating out of trash dumpsters. And it was not that he was 
going into restaurants not to eat, but just to stay out of the cold. As a teenager. That, no, that, that was just pressure. That was just pressure. But see, it was the fact that when he was 40 years old, married with a great wife, took his wife to the doctor and found out that she had seven lesions on her brain. He said that doctor walked in that day and told him, he said, your wife may not ever walk again. It was not the pressure that tried to take him out, but it was the heat that he walked into. It was the heat that you walked, he walked into that made it to the point that he felt like there was nothing else worth living for. See, once we learn to endure the pressure, and once we learn to withstand the heat, The very next part of making a diamond is becoming the cut. And seeing they take it out of that heat and all the impurities are gone and all of the things are burnt out of it and then they start cutting on that diamond and the most intriguing fact about a diamond is once it endures the pressure, once it withstands the heat and it becomes the cut. Sister Missy, there's no way for this diamond to ever be broke again. So you understand something about a lion. A lion gets up every day. A lion gets up every day with a mentality. I got to go hunt. No matter what I fight, no matter what my day brings, no matter what life decides it wants to give me. I've got to get up and go again. See, sometimes as, as Christians, we go through a little pressure. Sometimes as Christians, we may have had a little pressure when we were younger. And we want to dwell on that pressure. And then when the heat comes, it's way too hard for us and we decide it's time to give up. But see, Christians and churches... They always give up right when the heat's getting ready to be turned down and you're getting ready to be removed to the next step. And we get to that point 
to where we find ourselves looking with the external like a gazelle. Where's the danger? Somebody's always coming after me. Somebody's always coming against me. Somebody's always talking about me. Something's always, somebody's always saying this, doing this. And we find ourselves looking at everyone else. And here's the thing. If I could, I would draw up a recipe for backsliding. And if I could draw up this recipe for backsliding, the first thing that you would understand would be, Brother Will, that when somebody starts to backslide, the first thing they do is start finding fault in everyone else. And once you find fault in everyone else and you start getting the mentality that it's the external, it's the external, my, my alarm is going off. I'm finding fault in you. I'm finding fault in you. There's danger. You're there to hurt me. And then the next step is you start jumping like a pogo stick. And I'm not meaning worship it. But you start putting out signals. And then you get mad because pastor calls out your signals. And he does everything he can to trying to reach you and trying to love you and trying to, 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 to hug you and to do everything he can. And you start getting offended. And you realize that everyone around you is dangerous. And see, a gazelle is always running from something. A gazelle is always running from something. So if you can learn to realize when that feeling comes, I am not a prey. When you start feeling that feeling again and you start realizing life apostolic is my church. Brother Dustin Lee is my pastor. Amen. This church will always be my church, and I don't care what happens. I don't care what we go through. I don't care what, what they say about us. Because I'm no longer going to be a gazelle that just has to run away from something, but I'm going to be a lion. I'm going to be a lion who is running and always hunting and always finding something. Because I got a purpose. That three-letter word, why? Why do you do it? Why do you do it? Because see, it's being sober and being vigilant, but you realize that yes, your adversary is out there. And they are going to come against you. But the one strong key, and I would never tell you to pattern your life after the devil ever, okay? But pattern your life after the devil on this situation. He never gives up. I promise you, no matter what you do, no matter how far, 
No matter how fast you can run, no matter how far you're away from the church you can run, no matter how far away from this truth you can run, he's never going to give up. And it's, but it's when, Brother Lee, it's when we decide to just stop. That's when we become prey. But when we can get the mentality, we can get the mentality Hebrew, like Hebrews 12, 1 and 2 says, Wherefore, seeing we are also are compassed with such great cloud of witnesses. And we can learn to lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us and let us run with patience the race. With patience. You don't got to outrun it. You just got to consistently stay going. You don't, you don't have to be the fastest. You don't have to be the greatest shouter. I'm sure Brother, Brother Lee don't get you up here and say you got to quote the whole book of the Bible. Just stay consistent. Just stay consistent. Looking into Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despised the shame, and set down the right hand of God. I'm here to tell somebody 1 Corinthians 9, 24 says, Know ye not that they which run in a race run all, but one receiveth the prize. So run that you may obtain. There's a crown of diamonds coming our way. We have to learn to run to obtain it. If you could just stand tonight. I'm done. I feel that there are some people in this church you want to be a lion you want to be a lion you want to have that that mentality that I have to get up every day let me just be transparent with you you want to get up every day before work and you want to make sure to pray you want to make sure to read your word you want to make sure you know uh, to push some plates back and you know, we all know what Christians are supposed to do. And all of us have said it so many times. Well, bless God, tomorrow I'm getting up 30 minutes before work. I'm going to make it 30 minutes before work. Alarm's going to go off and I'm going to jump up. My feet's going to hit that ground. And the devil's going to be so mad, Sister Cherry, because I'm going to get up and I'm going to go find my prayer closet and I'm going to get in there and I'm going to pray. And you wake up that next day and you're late for work because you, you already slept through your alarm. And you sit there and you say, God, I, I, I had great intentions. I wanted to be a lion so bad. I wanted to have that true hunter so bad that I could reach out and touch but I know I let you down because I was just that gazelle 
So today I go to work and I walk and, and I'm just looking. Gazing at everything around me because I didn't do what God wanted. Hey, I'm guilty. I couldn't tell you these things if I was not guilty myself. I said I was going to pray. I said I was going to fast. I said I was going to I was going to study more. I said I was going to do more for the kingdom. Hey, there's people out here that need Bible studies. Well, I'm not a Bible scholar. They don't need Bible scholars. Amen. They just need a lion. This is a mom. I'm hungry. I want somebody to, to learn this truth. I want somebody to feel what I feel. Hey, somebody needs to hear this truth. And you know the reason why we feel that Madisonville don't want this? Is it okay just to be honest? Come on. It's because we're too lazy to give it to them. not because they don't want it. It's because we're too lazy to get up and go give it to them. When the sun comes up in the safari, the lion goes and hunts. How many lions do we have in this church tonight? 